You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello, and I love that music. I've been listening to that for a long time, and it never gets old. It's one of my greatest hits, frankly. But welcome to Orange County's longest-running business talk show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. We have an exciting show planned for you today. Why do you ask? Because Susan Wright Kenny is our guest. She's the founder and chief do-gooder at Do-Gooder Partners. Susan, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Great to see you again. Let's get started. Well, it's great to see you, obviously. Sorry to me to talk over you, but what was your original motivation to start your business? Well, um, I have been a professional fundraiser or had been a professional fundraiser for close to 20 years and uh, had done uh, fundraising uh, personally as well. So probably a combination of 25 years. And um, I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved um, waking up every day and making a difference. And um yeah, it was just magical. And uh, and then COVID happened, and uh, I was home uh, with my boys. I have two teenagers, um, and um, we got to spend a lot of time together, a lot. And, you know, as mom with two teenage boys, I was very excited. <laughs> I, I was thinking, when in the world am I ever going to have this happen, except for a global pandemic? And so... These two boys of mine were um, here with me uh, schooling, and um, I was still working. I was working for Court Appointed Special Advocates um, as the Chief Advancement Officer. Um, but then when, uh, you know, life started to kind of come back around and we were um, getting back into the workplace, I didn't want to leave. I, um, I didn't want to leave home. I, I mean, I didn't want to not be here for them. And I've always worked. And so it was really sort of a, a, an unusual um, thought process because I really honestly thought that I would have retired as a fundraiser. That was really just my, like I said, my passion. Um, and uh, I didn't want, uh, yeah, I just didn't want to leave them. And so I, um, I jumped off a cliff with, uh, with a lot of help and advice uh, from friends and uh, loved ones. Um, who I have a, a friend, uh, a founder of a, a leasing company, capital leasing company, and he has been telling me for years, you should do this, you could do it, you could do it. I'm like, no, 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 no. But anyway, yeah, that was the motivation. I, I, I just decided, hey, I, it's time for me to start being in control of, of what I want to do with me and my family. So that's a big decision. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I can understand the motivation for it, having started my own firm. I'm wondering, what do you think you've learned in, in the time since you started the business about being an entrepreneur, Susan? Well, it, it's funny because I just said it was time for me to take control of my life uh, and my family. And it probably took me about six or seven months to figure out that I am the boss and I am in control <laughs> of my schedule. And right. so I... You know, I, I would be making calls or making appointments or, you know, uh, seeing clients and uh, I would work around their schedules. And sometimes, obviously, you have to do that. But mm -hmm. but for the most part, I thought, well, what am I doing? I'm running myself ragged and I, I'm, I'm the boss. <laughs> so then I started really um, time blocking, you know, some um, personal time for me to get Good. me started. 
you know, in the morning and um, I love yoga. And so uh, I need that to, you know, kind of calm the brain because my brain does work overtime quite a bit. Um, and then the time for me to be here for the boys, go to their games, um, you know. So that's the first thing that I learned. Uh, and then the second thing um, I guess I learned, or maybe it's flip-flop around since it took me so long to figure out the calendaring part, but that there are so many people who really want to help hmm. that um, you're not out here by yourself. You know, um, I made a list uh, of people who I thought um, would would be interested in what I was doing and who I thought would really, you know, um, either I could work with them uh, or I could they could help me. And um, I've never been afraid as a fundraiser, obviously, I've never been afraid to ask somebody to help. But it was a little bit of a, a mind shift because. I was always able to ask them for the charity. It was mm -hmm. never for me. It was for the families we were serving or the mission that, you know, we were uh, providing. And so when that, when I started my business, I'm like, oh, wait a second, this is actually for me, you know? And so, um, but I was able to kind of get over that hurdle really easily because there are so many lovely people that really just want to help. And so even before I had left, Casa, I already had a client because uh, of a, a friend, uh, but a, a business owner, and she connected me with somebody, and and uh, and then it just went from there. I just asked friends for help, and it just it just kept happening. So don't be afraid to ask your friends for help. There you go, teachable moment here on Critical Mass Business Talk Show with Susan Kenny. So what is it that Do Gooder Partners does? So uh, we design and implement corporate social responsibility plans. So uh, basically what that is, that's sort of the true nuts and bolts of it, if you will. But I like to say that we empower companies to create positive, purposeful environments. Um, there's so much good that is being done. Uh, however, a lot of companies, they don't know how to express it or tell the story or, or um, to truly get a plan in place. Um, throughout my career, you know, so many lovely people showing up to volunteer or so many lovely people just writing a check or going to events. But but then they, you never really heard about them again or you I, I knew everybody, all these good things people were doing, but the community didn't and mm -hmm. and other people didn't. And so. I'm able to come in and say, um, first of all, if we start from scratch, we, we create a, you know, a volunteer time off program, we create a marketing plan, we create a, um, if we're going to create a donor advised fund so they can actually make monetary donations. But if they already do do good, then I'm really kind of going in and saying, okay, now we need to talk about this. We need to be telling the world what you're doing whether that's in your newsletter or your social media or or ads or however we want to put it out there because right now the workforce that's coming in uh they want to work for a company that is purposeful there's so much research that shows um gen z uh, millennials they want to be a part of something and so if you are not letting them know that you are a company that do, does good, then they're going to go work for your competitor. So it really does give you a competitive edge 
it lifts your brand and uh there's research that shows that it makes your uh it helps you retain talent as well as well as attract talent and customers quite honestly because customers want to buy again same research it's showing you that people want their money to go towards something that matters you know they're kind of really upset with these corporations that are taking advantage of whether it's you know um global warming or or whatever it is that they're doing wrong people want to hold them accountable now so you've got to be able to show that you're one of the good guys so that you stand out and uh and it's the right thing to do too so that's what we do um i also uh just signed on to work with 10c uh, they are our, our local uh, amazing organization that works with companies and nonprofits to provide training and provide volunteer opportunities. And I'm going to be one of their consultants uh, for when companies come in and, and uh, start, they have a membership with 1OC and they want to create a plan, they'll refer them to me. So I'm excited about that. That's a great opportunity, and 1OC is a very recognized organization here in Orange County. So let me yeah. back up a little bit, and, and I'd like to learn a little bit more about the business side of it. When you okay. first encounter a company where you could help them with their corporate social responsibility, are you finding that companies have a program or have thought about a program, or are you educating them as to what that could mean to their company as far as the impact it could have on the community? Which one of those three is kind of what yes, you're finding? Yes, yes, Okay, <laughs> all of them? So people are all over the place, you okay. know? Um, here in Orange County, we are incredibly um, fortunate to have a wonderful um, community that understands about giving back, you know? Um, there's so many great examples out there where people are saying, wow, look, you know, Antis Roofing or Edwards Life Sciences, Western Digital, you know, all of these amazing companies that are talking about it. So people are, they know what they're doing because they see it on social media or they hear it right. on the radio, all these, you know, amazing events that they're a part of. So they want to follow that lead, uh, you know, again, because it'll lift their brand and it's the right thing to do. Um, but they may be, go to one golf tournament a year and that's it. Or um, maybe they they come together at the holidays and they, they do a volunteer opportunity. Um, but again, that's not really a plan. You know, um, a lot of companies are moving towards, um, you wanna show that it's a benefit that you have if you have these new, you know, uh, millennials or Gen Z folks coming in, you want to actually have it dialed out in their offer letter. These are the benefits you're going to get. You're going to get volunteer time off and you're going to get an opportunity to give to your favorite charity once a year. And those are the things that we discuss uh, and put together. So it is all over the place. Some folks have it and they don't know how to market it. Some people just aren't doing it quite well enough, you know, so. So your example of companies that were doing it well kind of range from very large Western digital to a middle market company like Antis Roofing. And so, uh, you know, one of the things that I'm curious about, because I work with middle market CEOs and business owners, and my experience is generally they are a philanthropic lot, but historically it was sort of, they gave through their own personal wealth and they, they helped causes that they were, um, that rang true to them. But what you're talking about with corporate social responsibility is actually bringing that ethos into the culture of the company and somewhat allowing, it sounds like, the employees to also pick and choose worthy causes that they would like to 
spend their time and treasures helping. 100%. And you're right. They're, you know, uh, for the most part, a lot of the business owners, founders that I know are, are presidents of companies, they do their personal giving. And that's great. Um, however, uh, you know, I was raised Catholic and it was be humble. Don't talk about all the good things, you're doing, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And, right. and that it has to be out the door, man. You can't do that anymore. If you're going to really compete uh, in the marketplace, you have to be talking about it. And and if these, you know, uh, founders or CEOs, the folks you're talking about, they already have their charity of choice. That's fine. Let's 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 share that with your employees as to why. And I also am trying to align companies with the charities that make the most sense. Mm. So um, let's there say- there are so many charities in Orange County. Yes. That need and could yes. Benefit. And if, if you don't have a story, you're not going to get the buy-in from your employees or you're not going to get the, the buy-in from your vendors or you're not going to, you know, your customers. There needs to be a story. You know, um, gosh, Charles is Antis is who's popping into my head, but, you know, he has- all these amazing, lovely stories, but I worked with him at the Ronald McDonald house and he's a roofer. And he, you know, he, it made sense for them to partner with Ronald McDonald house because they could provide roofing. Right. So he and I were able to work together and create a national program for the national or uh, national contract roofing contractors association with Ronald McDonald house charities nationwide. And every house in the country has a roofing company now attached to them who will donate their houses, their roofs. So that makes perfect sense. And now everybody is like, oh my God, the roofers are amazing, right? And so when I go into companies, I say, hey, look, where's the alignment? Like, let's find the reason why you want to partner with this company. If it's a restoration company, I work with ATI. ATI also works with Ronald McDonald House, but like maybe Red Cross, you know, where there's a disaster, ATI restoration is going to be there. So it's Red Cross, you know, it's just, they side by side, you always just know they're going to be there together. Or if it's a food company, you know, a restaurant, oh, it's the food bank. So I love finding aligned organizations, but it doesn't necessarily have to be aligned with your company. If you have a personal story that has happened, you know, um, unfortunately, I lost my mom to ALS eight years ago. Um, I worked for the Muscular Dystrophy Association for 11 years. And so that is so near and dear to my heart. But I have to tell that story so people say, oh, my gosh, I want to help Susan because my mom has ALS or my dad has ALS, you know. So then it's like this, come on together, let's do it because it's really personal, you know. So, um, so many lovely ways to be able to find the right organizations for you to partner with. Well, I tell you, with your years of experience, I met you first as um, through the Ronald McDonald House, mm -hmm. and we've stayed in contact over the years. And, and, and what I hear you saying now makes so much sense to me, which is not only doing the good deeds and doing the good works, but having a, a plan and a strategy that's congruent with your business, maybe, is, is value add. And engaging your employees and having them participate is even smarter because of the cultural aspects of it. Yeah. And I agree yeah. with you. The, and your vendor partners and your customers get on board guys we're all in it together tell you a know? story yeah people love stories and people even in a b2b setting there's a personal aspect to the decisions that they make and what i hear you saying is it gives them more context for who you are as a business beyond pricing and service and the rest of the things that traditionally people make decisions on so this is very exciting i think you're a 
perfect person to do this for companies here in Southern California. So let's talk about the future. Uh, early stage, you're getting the momentum behind the brand, you're making yeah. a difference. You're going to be back on the show in a couple of years. What, what's going to be different for Do Gooder Partners in a couple of years down the road? Well, um, ideally, I would like to be able to create an online education um, program. Um, so people, uh, you know, uh, honestly, my dream yes. is that ev every single person, every single company finds their passion partner. Okay. and that they can run with it and they can go. So with that said, I would love to create an online program. I can't be everywhere. I can't work with everyone as much as I would love to so that somebody can dial in, uh, pay for yeah, six modules and say, oh, this is how we do it. And it's super simple. And uh, uh, the idea then would be that they could have an opportunity to speak with me for maybe a day, a VIP day. But uh, yeah, just putting everything together online so it's it's super simple and anybody across the world can find it and and do what they need to do to make make a difference okay so that is one piece of accountability ladies and gentlemen when susan's back on the program in the future we'll ask her how her online program is working and how yeah. impactful it is you know when you say passion partners i love that phrase because there are so many worthy Orange County based nonprofits that it would be great if every at least every one of them had at least one corporate partner who was helping them. What a what a impact that could have between the private sector and these nonprofits. That's that's a fantastic goal to have for yourself. I, yes, I would love that. And then also, too, because of my you know, longstanding um, experience in being a nonprofit professional, um, I'd like to put together um, a, a series, an online series as well for um, nonprofits to just hmm. about relationship building. You know, um, to me, it seems like common sense. You know, when somebody comes to, you know, your your events or if somebody uh, makes a donation, that you, you pick up the phone and you give them a call or you, you know, write them a thank you note or you invite them to come somewhere. And it, and I mean, I, I, I was raised that way, you know, I, and so, but I do know that nonprofits are constantly running in circles because they, um, they work on a shoestring budget, a lot of them. And so they are jumping from event to event, to event, to program, to program, to program, and they don't necessarily have the time. Um, to even think about that stuff. And so I, I'd love to um, create this opportunity for my nonprofit peers to have a little support in that regard as well. Yeah, because it is, uh, it's almost like there's so many places to go that uh, they don't have sometimes the, the consistency of, of the relationship building that you're talking about. And your years in uh, development, call it what you will for nonprofits, raising money and getting supporters to help out has got to be valuable for you as an entrepreneur, because that's such an important part. Early stage in an entrepreneur is being willing to pick up the phone and make phone calls or outreach to people to see if they want to work with you. Yeah, it's uh, I came from the sales uh, space. And so to me, when I first started, I, it was a sales thing for me. Um, so it was fun and, you know, it was like competitive and I got that guy and I got that guy. And, and then, um, 
And then it dawned on me, I'm like, I'm not in competition with anybody. You know, there's no competition in nonprofit. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to wrap their head around. They're like, that's my donor. Mm. I can't let them go meet, um, you know, uh, Chalk Hospital because they give to Ronald McDonald House. And, and that is, I have found the worst possible thing that you could think of okay. because if they are people who want to give, they're going to give. And if they don't, for whatever reason, have, you know, a desire to support the organization that I work for, I'm sure as heck going to introduce them to my peers at Debbie over at, you know, Pacific Marine Mammal Center or, you know, Agnes at the Shea Center. Like I, it's going, I just want to create good, you know, like I don't want to say, oh, they don't want to give them to me, then forget it. You know, that's not how it works. And we, Again, back to just this amazing community here in Orange County where people support each other. Um, and we're just a part of this huge tribe or have do gutters, you know. So um, I think people they see that Wing Lamb actually gave me this piece of advice, gosh, like probably 15 years ago. He said, You need to let people see that you're a part of the tribe, Susan. You need to be going to other events, mm. uh, you know, and let people see you and see that you're supporting the community. And um, he was right. And I, I, if it doesn't work for me, I introduce them to whomever, you know, I know that will help. And, and it's, it's awesome. It's an awesome feeling because I'm still doing good, you know, even if it's not the, the original uh, direction I wanted them to go. I love that mindset that I hear you when you're talking, I hear you really saying the difference between an abundance mindset and a scarcity mindset and yeah. that through an abundance mindset, good things come along. So in the spirit of that, if someone wants to reach out to you and connect with you on LinkedIn and learn more about do good or partners, how do they do that? Well, I am on LinkedIn. Uh, it is Susan Wright Kenny W R I G H T K E N N Y, and then I have a website. Uh, it is DoGooderPartners.com. Last that, question: How did you come up with the name? <laughs> well, you know, because I you I used to always post, and I'd be like, "Oh, look at these great do-gooders, and look at these <laughs> people doing good." And and um, I have a, a business coach, Winnie Johnson. Uh, lots of people probably know who she is. She was the head of um, Mission Hospitals Foundation. Amazing woman. I adore her. And she said, how'd you come up with the name? And I, I said what I said. She's like, you know, some people have like a bad connotation. They're like, oh, you're such a do-gooder. I'm like, mm. oh, Winnie, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just wanted to like have a little bit of my personality, you know, in it. And um, so the name and then being the chief do-gooder. I, I uh, Yeah. I don't want to be a stuffy business person. I don't want it to be SWK consulting, you know? So. Right. Well, I've enjoyed this, Susan Wright, Kenny. It's nice to spend time with you again. Thank you for spending the time with my audience. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Do and good. Right? You, audience, you've been a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. Susan's episode was episode number 1385 in our catalog. If you're an Orange County entrepreneur and you would like to tell your story, then connect with me on LinkedIn or visit my website. I'm Rick, R-I-C-F-R-A-N-Z-I. Rick Franzi, that's my LinkedIn profile name, and that's my website, rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. Mm -hmm.